Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, angels. Welcome. We're back. We're back. We had to take a minute for ourselves, which is what we do and why, you know, we encourage everybody to do it. It doesn't matter. A surprise um, minute. A surprise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so sitting down and being like, ah, uh, this isn't going to happen. This yeah. can't happen. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is absolutely fine. Because like, I am so into the energy of everything happens in the way that it needs to. Sorry. I don't know why all of a sudden I got tired. But um <laughs> But anyways, welcome to episode 160. Um, hopefully this one is a quick one. We have to kind of, we're in time constraint today because we've all got things happening. But uh, Vanessa, what will we be sharing insight about today? Well, I think, it, I honestly feel like this, when we talked about, you know, like, okay, we got to do, you know, we got some time constraints or whatever. I'm like, that's probably a good thing because with this topic, we could do this for three hours. So if we have a, if we have something that we have, like some sort of limit, we'll be able to be pointed in it because it's important. I feel like it's easy to get lost in it when you're in it. So it's easy to get lost in it if you're trying to follow what we're, what, you know, what information we're trying to give you. But long story short, which is ironic given what I just said, uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about what it's like and how to shift your decision making from your intuition right like you get like a little intuitive hit and you gotta like you feel like you gotta make some sort of decision and the difference between when it's trauma-based what we're deciding to make as a decision and when it's heart-based and sometimes it can be a really tricky thing to discover about ourselves when we get that that intuitive hit but i also think that it's like really, really super important because as you will find out in this time period, we know what it's about. We know what it is like to make decisions based on our trauma and fear and all those kind of things. And we are also have been in the space of discovering what it's like to do it from creativity, from our heart space, from our soul space, where we feel safe, but we're ready to change. And, um, you know, we'll get the same intuitive hit right? Like of, Hey, look around, but we're not afraid. So we make a different decision than maybe we would if we were afraid because there was some trauma coming in. So yeah, again, like, so I say all that, right. And y'all are like, there is no way you're making this a short podcast. Yeah. I know we just did the reading, recorded the reading and I'm like, Oh boy, this is going to be a challenge because I just kept talking and I was like, spirit kept downloading. And I'm like, uh, can we cut this short? Cause we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we're not good at making things short if you didn't know that by now yes yes <laughs> but i think this is important because look we've both done massive moves we've do both done things that are scary and we both have made really big decisions from a space of trauma we've made really big decisions from spaces of like groundedness out of our heart space and so I think understanding how you make decisions is an evolution. Yes. 
sorry, my cat was acting weird. I was like, what are you doing? Um, and generally, depending on, you know, I think we all have a little bit of trauma, whether it's little T trauma or big T trauma. I think, I think what has happened to us as we grow up affects our decision making and how our decisions are made like for me I, well i'm a gemini i ride every fence that there ever was written on decisions <laughs> i can see val valid validity on both sides of the fence i can see understanding and perspective of both sides so it's very hard for me to make decisions yeah. and something i learned while i was in therapy recently too it's it's also about how people have told us we make decisions and what what do i mean by that so I, I had a really hard week. It's It was a hard week of just tired of being in the processing, tired of being in that space of healing. I just wanted to just be free for a minute, like, like put, like make the children go play well by themselves. And so that I could just get a break and I can't because I'm actively doing all of the work all of the time. And one of the things that came up as I was talking about that and about decision-making and what to do, but, um, came up that my dad had told me at one time in my life, and I was pretty young, very young adult-ish, or, or older teenager, that he believed I came to a lot of crossroads in my life, and I've always made the wrong decision. And I didn't understand how that has impacted me since that moment he said that. Yeah. And how I am afraid to make a decision. I'm afraid to make the wrong decision, that decisions are right or wrong, that if I'm like, that I should be, that I shouldn't make decisions. And that like, that's why. And, and it all clicked because if I have to make a decision, I research the fuck out of everything. Yeah. Like if it's a product, like the reviews and like the, the longevity, like I, if you need information about something that I have researched, I will give you dissertation. <laughs> My friends always know if they're buying something, oh, go talk to Grace. She just bought something and, and she did all the research. Like, yeah. and, yeah. and while I like that, I realize it comes from a space of like trauma, of needing yeah. to make the right decision or that the decisions I've made are right or wrong. And yeah. not, and and it's like, but I so I understood that, it for me decision making is true. It's like, ooh, no, it's hard. But what I have learned to realize through the idea of understanding our ebb and flow and our life process and the paths in our lives, is that no decision I've ever made has been wrong, yeah. none of it, because it's all served me in some way, shape, or form. I just because like I one of my old. Uh, spiritual teachers, I think it's one of the things I got the most from some of our interaction was, is that if you, when you just make a decision, you can always make another decision. It, yeah. You're never locked. Like, and this was happening when I moved across country from the East coast to Arizona. And like, like I was like, I knew, like I was pretty, really convinced about that move. And I really felt spirit driven. And, but like, that doesn't mean that all this other fear in the back of my mind wasn't like, is this the right decision? And mm -hmm. like moving all this way. And she said to me, like, just because you move somewhere doesn't mean you can't move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's not the ending of the story. You can make a, another move. You don't have to stay there. You can plan and prepare and move somewhere else. Like mm -hmm. it's possible to do that. And 
you know, and, and so many of them are wrong. If you do it, it just means that you needed to experience something in that time. And then you need to experience something else. Yeah. I mean, like moving to Canada, I, I think for so long, I was really mad at myself for doing that because I feel like that really did a number on my mental health. And, mm. but, you know, but I also realized and understood that it, you know, I had to do that. Like I, like yeah. I understood the path and I understood and I'm like, oh, moving to Canada, there was no, nothing ever wrong with that. There was nothing ever wrong with moving to Canada. Yeah. It was, it was a learning process about myself, learning where my boundaries are, learning about how I work in relationships and how I work. It also tested the, the idea of, you know, like it, it made me realize is that I don't make change until I'm emotionally bankrupt. Yeah. And, and so like, that was the start. I mean, granted, then I got RA when I came home and then all uh, more shit happened, but it happened because I was not in my, like it led me to the path, but having all of that information and that understanding gives me so much understanding and empathy for the world, for people who've done similar things or need, have those things. It's, it's how the, our lives work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that that was the right or the wrong decision. It means that was just the path I took. Does it matter? Does it matter that that path was hard as fuck? Because it gave me a lot of information that I needed to get to here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right and wrong decisions. When you go backwards in time, and this is what I usually do with clients and I've had to do with myself, of being like, okay, so what are you judging yourself on? What what decision do you feel like is so bad, right? Like, you know, like where, where why, you know, like what, what do we find that's so bad? And then what came of it? Like what really happened to you that you feel like you need to be afraid of, right? Because you, that's why the trauma is there, right? And so you go in there and you go, well, I got hurt. And it's like, okay, well, why did you get hurt? Because I had an expectation. All right, we're getting closer to the things that you'll do differently this time that won't create the same experience. So we don't need to be afraid. We we don't need to be afraid of making bad decisions because we're always making a decision based on what we know. And that if we know that and we go into each decision that way, we know, hey, I'm making what I feel like is the right decision right now because I only have the information that I have and I have a decision to make. So if it is a decision that causes pain, there'll be a reason for that. It'll be something that I needed to learn and couldn't learn any other way. And okay, but most of the time when we're in that intentional space, we will make less decisions that are painful because not because we're doing it with like, ah, oh, trauma, but because we're doing it with more intention. It's just naturally how it goes. If you are in a good space and a good flow, you make good intentional decisions. You're not likely to have the same amount of pain because you're not doing it from a pain manifestation point. Whereas when you're like, ah, ah, like, ah, and, and you make a decision, you're like, yeah, of course you're going to get more of that because you weren't intentional about what the possibilities were. You weren't intentional about what, you know, where you were at. You didn't put yourself in a, in a, in a space of balance so that you could feel like you saw all things like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. So if we're in that state of mind, less, we're less likely to make decisions that cause us pain. I mean, it's, you know, it sounds simple when we say it out loud. I get that. I also get that when you're in the moment, you're like, ah, like, <laughs> 
I know, I was recently in it. <laughs> last week <laughs> I'm just being like I know what happens here I know exactly how this goes I know how I felt the last time so now I need to push I need to push to figure out how what's going to happen tell me what's going to happen right like and the other person's like I don't know why we're doing this and it was like that made me that made it worse well you don't want to tell me because you know it's bad too you know like <laughs> and then, right, right like and now I'm in a space of just like, well then we're going to do it now because I'm the best self-sabotager there is <laughs> I'm like we're just going to ruin all this shit right now then <laughs> let me burn it down yeah, if I know that the fire's coming I'm just going to start it now <laughs> like is my lighter wrong, right like let's just get to the point right and I had to just be like okay, you need to just sit with yourself and be like, you know why, you know why you don't want that to happen, but is that gonna happen? Does that have to happen? Is that how that has to happen? Just because it happened that way before? Why did it happen that way before? Oh, because you weren't paying attention, because you weren't communicating, because you weren't you know, aware of the things that were happening within you and you know, the situation. Oh, okay, well that's not, none of those things are happening right now. You are in a completely different space. So it's not going to be the same won't be the same it can't be the same because of all of the knowledge that you have you know and it just helps us i feel like make more balanced decisions so that even when they turn out not so great we're kind of like well i was just exploring anyway you know mm -hmm. like i wasn't 100 percent sure but i was willing to take the chance because i knew that you know i knew why i was doing it versus just working you know flying into a panic and doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, and here's the thing, there's so many nuances we're not going to be able to touch in 45 minutes, but I, I just, I feel like, I think it's important to understand the process. I think because I'm currently in this phase of this. And so like, I, I've been downloading and, and bringing awareness to how I operate. And so if I can share, if we can share and Vanessa has been, has done it and so many times in the past, but I think the thing of it is, is like, how do you discern whether you're going from intuition or you're going from trauma? I think one of the biggest aspects and one of the biggest ways to check with yourself is that whatever our, whatever you're deciding to do, is it from a space of you're grandizing the decision? For example, let's take an example of moving because we've both moved across countries and done things that are really big. And so I understood when I first moved to Arizona that that was a, like, that was really soul driven. That was so spirit driven because I didn't like, I was so like, this is what I'm doing and I'm doing it. And I don't care what we all say. And it was, I had so much conviction about it. Then when I moved up here, like there was, I, I really grandized being up here. I made it, I made it seem like it was going to be the answer to all of my problems, mm. my loneliness, my isolation, all of the things that I thought living here, being around friends was going to solve for me. Like I made it to seem like it was the golden ticket to like all of what was hard, what was not okay with me. Mm. And so when I did that, what happened was it, I, it's, it felt flat. It fell flat once I got here. Like all of the things that happened, it just, I, sorry, I'm like some other thoughts came into my mind as I'm talking and I'm like, hey, spirit, slow down. Um, 
all of the things that I felt would solve my loneliness. I have become more isolated here. I feel more lonely here. I feel like I'm I'm struggling with my depression a lot more here. And it doesn't mean I made the wrong decision though. Mm -hmm. I have also grown here and understood myself here in massive amounts of ways. Mm -hmm. I've stepped into being a different person. I have a different name. I've made more leaps and I've had more courage to do things that are fearful and I've learned myself more and learned what I need more and how to operate in spaces without projecting and coming from trauma. So, and, and so it's not to say that when we're grandizing a place that to, to, or we're grandizing a situation where if, if we do this, like if we have that one relationship, it'll fix everything and heal me. And I think that's why they don't work. We're what? coming from the energy of trauma. Mm -hmm. Like I will not stay here the rest of my life. Like I know this was a temporary space and, and for whatever direction I went, but I also understood it was, it was important for me to get here now. So when you're making a decision, especially a big decision, and you're like, oh my God, um, it's not wrong to make it from that space, but make it with the understanding that if you're grandizing things, that, ooh, this is because I'm in pain. Yeah. And that's why we always practice getting into our heart. What does our heart say? Not our trauma, not our solar plexus trauma. Right. Go like one space above that. Yeah. <laughs> What is that trying to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we have to do things out of panic and out of trauma because it's the only way we make change sometimes. But this is not to polarize right or wrong in decision making. This is just to have a clear understanding of the energy you're making the decision about. And, you know, and, and like for me, in making a big decision that I'm making currently, like, I understand there's parts of my trauma that wants to show up and do all that stuff. But I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Let's step back, look at the chain of events, look at things from a, a perspective of like my higher self, like the, the more well-rounded self. Like I check in with all of my parts. Like what is the wounded part of me say that inner child? Like, are they excited? Are they worried? Are they stressed? Why? Like I'm, I'm reading my body's response to doing this. Mm -hmm. But I'm also checking in with, is this intuition or is this me calling it intuition? And I just did quotes. If you guys, I know you guys, <laughs> but I, I quoted bunny ears, intuition, or is this me using panic and fear called like disguised as intuition? And it's okay to have either one, but when I'm aware of where it's coming from, I have a better understanding of like, oh, okay, I need to shift my energy to make a different decision or or utilize, you know, a different part of me to make that decision, if that makes sense. It's not wrong to want to decide from trauma, but it's understanding when that's happening to actively, mindfully choose not to make decisions based on it, but to filter it through your heart and your, your the other part of you. Does yeah. that make sense? Am I, am I completely like... <laughs> <laughs> my on another plane or yeah. <laughs> no i think it's because it, it's a hard conversation and that's why i was like well like how are we going to do this you know because a lot of people i mean a lot of people are i, I did a whole thing in the, in the goddess group about trauma versus intuition right because it's it's like 
something's off, you know what I mean? And, and, and like, we don't like that. <laughs> Whenever we feel like go get information, you know, like our brain is like right there to give us some information if we have it. <laughs> and it's, that's where our trauma like space comes from. But when we're in the actual feeling, it takes a great deal of effort to stop yourself, right? Like to do the pause and say, like, I definitely feel activated. And it definitely came from an intuitive space of something saying, hey, look around right? Like, but I'm going to stop myself to say, when I look around, what do I see? And why is it there? Right? Like, like, simply put, I've always said, you know, like your intuition just kind of tells you like, hey, what's up, you know, like, and your trauma is like, I know what's up. <laughs> right? Like, because it's been there, you know, or even I mean, sometimes our secondary trauma is what shows up in there, we've seen somebody else go through it. And so we become fearful through their trauma and we will call it intuition like i got an intuitive hit that this 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 and this is going to happen it's like no no no. you got an intuitive hit to look around right because that's what our intuition does is just be like bing you know like and then we take our brain out there and do that kind of stuff but when we we're able to stop and be like all right brain what do you have to say right? Because I have to give you that voice. If you're coming in here to tell me this is unsafe, that's cool, right? But we're going to go through that because I now have to check in with my heart too, to be like, how are we feeling? Do we feel good about this? Like, do we feel like we're, we're creating something here? Do we feel like we're reacting to something here? Because that's going to be completely different how I make a decision. If I'm reacting, I'm likely to be making that decision from trauma or fear or secondary trauma or programming or something that doesn't feel like it's me. If I feel like I'm like, ooh, you know, like, what does that mean? What can I do with that? You know, we're more likely to be in a more intuitive space and we're more likely to be more intentional about whatever our next move is, you know, because we're kind of like following a spark versus a fiery fire <laughs> of like that we're trying to escape from. And it's, you know, sometimes it's difficult like to, to figure that out. And sometimes we're trying to make emotional decisions in the, in the moment, right? Like I, I sit down with people and they're like, my intuition is telling me that this person's cheating on me. And I'm like, okay, maybe, right? Like I'm never gonna devalue the fact that that feels like that's what's coming up for you. But let's follow the trail. You know, like it so intuitively felt like maybe you couldn't trust that person. That could be meant multiple different reasons why you can't trust them. Right. Like, so we're going to go into that space of like, is this trauma telling you, did they say something that sparked something else that ever happened in your life? And now you're putting it on them. That could be, that could be, if not, if we can't find anything, you may be getting the intuitive hit that you're not meant to be there. Right. It's not necessarily, this is what's happening. It's like, we're not, we're not as connected as I thought we were. Right. Is the actual intuitive thing. Look at your connection because that's what cheating would be, right? Like is our connection isn't what, what it should be or what we thought it was. And so there's a connection being made elsewhere. Um, again, easier said than done because once we start to get in that space, right? Like of fearful and trust and all that kind of stuff, it's really hard to hit that pause to do that because we're trying to get out of it. We're trying to get information. We're trying to prove things where, you know, like our nervous system takes over and wants to be put back into regulation through getting, you know, the information, the answer, the whatever. Um, but 
that's and that's just one like example that I see a lot. But I think when we're talking about like these big decisions, I mean the, the difference <laughs> in my decision to leave Florida versus my decision to go to Florida is the exact conversation that we're having. I wanted to leave New Jersey for years. I just couldn't figure out where to go. I didn't, I just knew that, I, that, that, that I couldn't be there forever. That was just, I'm done here. This is the end of this. And I show up in Florida for a hockey tournament that I just didn't know that I, like I had to manifest money to go i didn't have any money but i just figured out how to do it and i mean i literally bought a one-way ticket to a hockey tournament in florida and was like i'll drive home or figure out something to get home that's that's how much faith i had and i got there and i said i don't even want to go home and that was the intuition right like i was just like i feel great here i feel my heart right like my heart felt like just be here I didn't have any other thought processes. Like there wasn't anything to tell me any more information other than, wow, you feel awesome. You feel really connected to this place. And my brain came in, right? Like, do you want to live here? What do you want to do? You know, like all of that kind of stuff. And I didn't have any trauma. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then when it was time to leave, panic, I had to leave. I needed to leave. I needed to go. I had to, you know, it was, it was, and I knew it, right? Because I had had that experience before that I was like, this is not heart centered. This is freaking panic. And you know why you're doing this, but you're still going to do it, but you know why you're doing it. So you're not going to be disappointed that on the end, you didn't get rainbows and butterflies because you're not even looking for rainbows and butterflies. You just know that this space is something you, that's unsafe and you need to get out of it. I know that my trauma is driving this entire boat right now and that's okay because it's okay, but I'm knowing that that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to be even in my trauma space more careful. And I was, you know what I mean? I didn't just flee anywhere. I was like, listen, what makes sense? What's going to be safe for you to regroup at? You know, what, feels even like maybe you can experience something you've never experienced before simultaneously you know and and i made i i believe the right decision because of that because i was really in that space of like well you know that this is not what it is <laughs> you know that you're not like oh, texas is great like you've been there before you but you were just like okay well we're just gonna go experience that because we can't be here and that's okay Right. And so, but that's different than if I had never had that experience and it was time to go, God only knows what I would have done. Yeah. Right. Because I would have been in such a panic and in such an unsafe space. God, I, I say it out loud and I'm like, I probably would have ended up in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was exactly the feeling I got. It's like, <gasps> what if that's what I did? <laughs> I'm so thankful. <laughs> yeah. but, and I would have hated that. I would have hated that decision, to be honest. I know I would have. So, yeah. 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 And I mean, your trauma just was like, I need to be safe. I need to be safe. This environment is good. And it's, that's why I'm like, it's not that making decisions from trauma is bad. It's just that when we're aware of our driving factor, we're less letting it lead. And we're just allowing the understanding and making a decision from a place of, ooh, there's trauma here and I need to be safe. But I don't need it to create a path of destruction. 
in its wake. Like I'm not letting it drive the boat, but I'm sure as hell allowing it to be my compass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that like, that's, to me, that's freeing for people to hear, you know, because when we talk about that right or wrong conversation, that's what everybody's afraid of, right? Like, oh God, you know, like at the beginning of it, if you think about that, that concept, it's like, oh, I got to make only heart-based decisions. How the yeah. fuck am I going to do that? I got a ton of trauma. <laughs> it's like, no, we are not telling you that. And that is freeing, right? Like yeah. it's, it's just, you know, being able to settle into embodying whatever it is that you're embodying and knowing where you're coming from versus and, and, reacting. And I love that what you had said, that comment you said about two, two, two things can be uh, true at once or happening at once. You can be in a trauma decision-making, but you can also be in your heart at the same time. Two truths can be at this because of the fact that you can understand you're making it from a space of existing in having or feeling the trauma, but you can also make it heart centered because your heart wants you to be safe. And so if you're unsafe, you're reacting from a space of threat. And, and so, yeah, of course you're going to make that same decision. So yeah, it's heart centered decisions. Doesn't mean the absence of trauma. Yeah. It doesn't mean rainbows and butterflies. That's what everybody right. thinks, right? Like heart-based must be the best. Yeah. Sometimes it's a broken heart. Right. And like, and we're, we're, we're coming from healing a broken heart space. And it just, and over time you understand that you're making decisions based on what you need in that moment. And sometimes in the future, when you have more information, you, we don't, we, we have a tendency to judge ourselves based on the information we have in the future, which is, I do it all the time. It's horrible because at that time you made the best decision you made. And that's something that I think we have to understand is that we have to trust that we're making the best decisions in the moment, but when we're aware of the drive, like why, why, why do we need to make this decision and what is the push to make it and why that helps us become, I think more mindful or intentional about how we make decisions. It's not yeah. one or the other it's, and it's this and this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm making decisions, I'm, I'm being like, well, if this is a mistake, just don't make it hurt so bad. Yeah. Right. Like, or just like, I'm not really sure about this, but like, I hope it's like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it just hurts less. If it's like, if I'm coming from a, you know, like if I'm confused, I'm just kind of like, well, this is the decision I'm making. Guide me, you know, hold me, hold me while yeah. I do this. Like, you just take the wheel. Yeah, really. You know what I mean? But it, it helps to feel like, it'll be it will be okay you know what i mean of that that space of like you know even if it hurts a little it, that doesn't mean that it's wrong you know i mean and and that you know to go back to that heart-centered thing that doesn't mean living a life without pain it means living a life and being okay with the pain too you know like understanding that the dichotomy of life is going to have all of those things but i'm going to be okay no matter what you know that if I make a decision based on the information I have right now, um, and it and and later I get more information, because that's all that's all we're ever doing. When we go, when we start to judge ourselves and we call it a wrong decision, it's because we got more information through having made the decision. And it's like, we're okay, like so you were just gonna get that information some other way, <laughs> like you weren't, or you would have, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. come on, man. 
but it, you know, it, it, it helps us accept, accept, you know, like I've accepted that sometimes there's going to be a level of discomfort that may come from a decision, but I'm willing to do it because I'm now in a space of being like, this may suck. I'm ready for it if it sucks and I will learn from it if it does. Then that's what my intention is today is to learn something. Whether either I'm going to learn yeehaw or I'm going to learn, wow, why did you like, wait, okay, what was missing? What was missing? What's yeah. missing? <laughs> you missed something. <laughs> yeah. And it makes a world of difference because in that same scenario, you could be like, oh my God, I should have whatever. And it's like, something was missing. That's all. Or you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, friends. I know decisions sometimes can be hard. I struggle with them myself, but you know, we just have to keep understanding and, and being like Vanessa, let's be curious about, you know, what's driving things, what we're doing and how, why we're making decisions that just leads us to better understanding. So don't use this information as a way to say, I make bad decisions because it's so hard based. No, this is a place of just understanding how do we how do we make learn ourselves enough to make decisions that are more aligned with kind of our values, what we need, want, our safety, and and kind of lead us in the right direction, even if the decisions are difficult. But it's a process, so please be gentle with yourself. Please be understanding with yourself, and never use new information to judge your previous version of yourself. Yes. So we love you again. I can't believe we've done a podcast in like what 35 minutes, which is unreal. But I also think it's a good because I think this type of information is a lot. And when you get too much into the weeds, people are like, I made the decision to listen to this. Why? <laughs> Let me go back with the information I have learned by listening yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did I? <laughs> Good to be back in the podcast seat again. Um, new and wonderful things are coming for all of us this year. And is there going to be bumps in the roads? You bet. But those bumps in the roads are helping us achieve and the dreams that we're tr dreaming and that are in our hearts. And yeah, it's one's this year's going to be a good year. And every year is a good year because it always gives us information. But just, you know, I hope you stick around for the ride and journey with us through all the things that we're creating and making and doing and shifting and changing. And may you be doing the same. And we'd love to hear what you're changing and shifting and moving and what your hopes and dreams are for the year. Because we sure are dreaming pretty big. So yeah. we love you and we hope that you have a good week. And please check us out next week. Check out the reading for the week. Next week reading. Just, you know, keep in tune. Talk to you soon, everybody. Love you. Love you. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com 
or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.